you've found the podcast where driving matters. Whether you haul, commute, or cruise, we want you to love what you drive. From first-time buyers to jaded experts, we believe everyone is one great car away from being car-obsessed. I'm Paul. I'm Todd. And this is the Everyday Driver Car Debate. So as you can tell, we're still not in the studio. We are currently in the Frankfurt airport, so there may be airport announcements and weird things happening in the background. We apologize in advance, but we wanted to podcast with you guys again because we are just about to fly back to the U.S. after being in Europe for nearly a week after (laughs) years of not being here at all. We've had quite a week. It's been huge. We're feeling it yesterday because we've had even more stuff go on after uh, we departed from the group. Everybody flew home successfully, Mm -hmm. and we stayed a couple of days to do some more shooting, and we ended up going mountain biking with Ron around the ring. It was very unexpected, but it turned out to be very cool. And seeing a lot of these corners and, of course, feeling the elevation on the bikes, yes, I yes. feel like studying them from where the elevation was next to the track made mm-hmm. me see that elevation and understand what's going on with the car. Completely. Well, Great. Ron runs RSR Racing. It's Ron Simons Racing. So Ron took us, and I'm so glad he did because I've actually seen this on the map before. If you get a map of the Nürburgring, it's a labeled mountain bike trail that winds around next to the track ducks under it, comes back the other side. So it's it's crazy to actually get to my mountain bike around the ring, but I figured we could just take off and find it ourselves. I'm really glad we had Ron with us because it was really confusing to always find the trail. Mm-hmm. But then, yes, it was murderous mm-hmm. to discover the elevation changes. We went to the carousel, which was unexpected, mm-hmm. and a lot of up. Of course, Hoashta is the yeah. tallest point yeah, yeah. on the track. It's a mountain. Yeah. And we rode pretty much to the top of it and Just saw about, yeah. a turn. Yeah. And, yeah, the carousel was great to see from a different perspective and knowing what's going on with the car, what you're feeling. I, I was very pleased it, it changed to, it. To, to see these corners mm-hmm. and see various corners. So mountain biking is highly recommended. And also everybody did great on the ring. All, all the folks yeah. that went with us, yeah. you know, we had a great briefing by RSR in the morning, then divided up into cars, had great instructors with us. And both Todd and I actually went out multiple times. Both you and I did more riding around the ring this time. Than ever. Than we've done driving. But to be honest, riding and doing some coaching Mm -hmm. helped me see the line better because I knew what was coming. Mm -hmm. The first time you've ever driven the ring, there's so much information to take in. You're not seeing the line very much. Mm -hmm. And there's the school line. And then there's also the race line, the fast line through corners. And we learned so much from Ron, especially towards the very end, when we asked about a particular corner before the mini carousels, two corners away. And we wanted to know, what is your speed in this? And the fast line, actually, it turns out is to do the corner much earlier, and so you throw away the second corner, Mm -hmm. essentially, so you're too far to the left, and then when you swing back to the right, the track drops away, so you're actually Mm well-positioned, but it doesn't feel like that. It feels like you need to get all your braking done, Yeah, yeah. you know, brake late, turn in, apex, but at that point, you're on the school line, you're the slow line. Yeah, it it was fun to study that with Ron, and, and then really understand, yeah, we've just done that. So both you and I spent a lot of time in the cars and doing instructing and coaching, and that was a lot of fun, a lot of refamiliarization, and then we both got some laps in various cars. I was surprised how much I enjoyed being in the instructor role. It was stressful in a totally different way. Yes, for but sure. But I enjoyed it more than I expected to, and that was a total new thing this year because we had instructors available, and we always do, and the instructors are far better than we are, but we didn't want anybody to be sitting around not going on track. And mm-hmm. at the ring, it's really daunting. You don't want to go on track by yourself without knowing the line pretty well. So we were hopping in with people for that, and I'm glad that we could. I mean, that was really fun. 
That day went by really fast. Then we were back for the mountain biking with Ron. We finished up a piece we did that we're really excited about, a Porsche GT car film. So GT3s and the new Cayman GT4 RS. Mm -hmm. It was really, uh, really cool. Oh, it was amazing. It was great. Some stuff on spa with those cars, some stuff on roads around the ring, which were gorgeous German countryside. We're really excited to show that off. We were there not at at an RSR track day Mm -hmm. for the ring. We were at spa. And we were there with another group. And there were crashes. They're Lots. almost to be expected. And very early in the morning, an M2 took uh, the, the left turn under Bilstein Bridge mm-hmm. way too the fast. The first turn. We were... Cold th- tires. Th- the track had been open for 15 minutes, so we had gotten one lap in, essentially. Theoretically. And yeah. co- overcooked it. And it just seems like a lot of people come there and think, I've got this. And they've mm-hmm. either done mm-hmm. the PlayStation or Assetto Corsa, and they know the track, or they've yeah. seen YouTube videos, and they've, they've got this. And it's so good to go through and ride with an instructor who knows where turn-ins are, and it changes your line mm-hmm. completely. It's very doable, and the track is so much more comfortable and fun at that mm. point, once you have, instead of just coming in, and there's a lot of egos going on because in the car park there were all kinds of cars, yeah, stuff we had never yeah. seen. We saw multiple Toyota Yaris GRs. The GR Yaris is practically the official car of the ring. It really is. Yeah. There were uh, right-hand drive cars from all over, all the stuff we don't get in North America, of yeah, course. Yeah, big time. But there's also a lot of bravado, I think. Three big crashes on our day that close the track. Uh-huh. And you're responsible, of course, for your car. If you hit another car, mm-hmm. yep. you're responsible... Yep for any damage to the track and the Armco and they fix it right away and mm-hmm. pay for the downtime for the track because you have made a mistake and nobody can drive on track. Another Renault mm-hmm. just lost its engine. Huge billowy smoke, come around two more corners and the engine's done. It's cooked. Yeah. You, stuff happens. M2, Focus RS, Focus RS with all the airbags blown. That was directly into the Armco, all the airbags yes, blown. that was horrible. The entire front end was done. You saw the Renault blow its engine, and then in the afternoon, I think it was an Evo that, I hate to say it this way, but scattered itself across the track. So people are just hammering. And the thing is, this is going to sound weird, because we also went to Spa. And at Spa, you can start refining yourself through the Mm -hmm. day. You can get faster. You can Mm -hmm. think about your time, even though it's not at race day. But you can start to think about, I should try to do that next corner faster. The ring, honestly, the best headspace is, I survived another lap. (laughs) I successfully got through this because it's so much fun. The flow of the track is so great. It's got a roller coaster feel to it when you do it right that is so much fun that on some level you have to throw out how fast was I and just go, I did it. (laughs) Like no other track I've ever been on. Yeah. So later in the afternoon, Ron pulled out the Renault Megane RS Trophy R. Yeah, he did. Which is a front-wheel drive, turbocharged, 300 horsepower, four-door hot hatch. Yes. It is the car that Renault built to take the front-wheel drive ring record back from Honda. (laughs) To the point where there have been specially developed Bridgestone tires just for that particular car. Yes. You don't want to put other tires on it because they have developed the tires and the time for this car. Yeah, for sure. And so Ron liked this car so much, he bought another one. And he just loves it so much. And this is a front-wheel drive car Mm -hmm. that has a, I think, a 740 ring time. I mean, that's 740, yeah. It's 740, right? Yeah. That's astoundingly fast out of a hot hatch. And so Ron offered to take both Todd and I. He took (laughs) a chance as well on some hot laps. And he proceeded to get that thing sideways the entire time. A front-wheel drive car was sideways most of the time. Yeah, front-wheel drive cars don't 
typically ever get sideways. So that takes <laughs> awesome. a lot of brake rotation. So he was dancing up behind other people on the ring and yes. laughing the entire... He was thoroughly enjoying himself, which is <laughs> yes. hysterical. This is definitely his plaything, and so very different than, than the Pista Drive, mm-hmm. where yeah. I kind of feel like on the Pista Drive, he's kind of showing off the car a little bit and going, you're For in a sure. Ferrari. For sure. In this car, he's just going, this makes me laugh, so I'm going to go out and make you laugh. <laughs> exactly. It was spectacular and it was really very fun. fast. Yeah. And then he mentioned the Sudschleife, which is the little-known southern loop Yep. that was there very early on in the mid-1900s. From the beginning of the ring itself, this was built, but then it wasn't continued and maintained forward. It actually shows up still on a lot of maps. It still shows up parts of it on Google Earth. The Sudschleife is overgrown at this point, mm-hmm. and they have blocked it off from the main road that's right next to it, but all the hedges that used to be the barriers, they created dirt berms and hedges, and that was your runoff. Yeah. yeah. That was your protection <laughs> or, or for the track. <laughs> so, yeah. And so all those hedges, you can see, they're still neat and uniform. The hedges have grown into trees that are 30, 40 feet tall now. Yeah. But it makes this tunnel yeah. that you have to go through the trees to find it. But it's still, it's still a paved road. It's still there. And you just think, wow, all this history where you know, a lot of testing has been done. Yeah. And it was, it was used. It still it was shows up. It's sort of a, a shuttle between parking lots when there's races at the ring now. It's yeah. still, they open up the gates and they just drive on it. But it's, it's still there. It's very fascinating to see. And, and really kind of nice to be behind the scenes of what it's like to live there and work there. And it was just a lot of fun. It's the first time we've ever had any, quote unquote, extra time there. Mm-hmm. We've all, we're yeah. all, I mean, we've, we have a great time on this trip and we love taking all of you with us. But it's the first time we've actually had time to be like, well, we're not having things officially planned right now. So we got to see some of this extra stuff. And of course, Ron's a great host and knows all of the inside stuff. So that was really cool and surprisingly informative. I feel like some of the stuff I want to share going forward on some of these trips, because like the, the South Loop was really cool. I never expected it to be there. And it was easy to find and just walk around and be like, ah, man, think about the history here, especially yeah. considering that the North Loop, the Nordschleife, is continued and yes. is maintained. Yes. So you see what would have happened if they would have walked away from all of it. Mm-hmm. You kind of get a sense of it. But yet there's, there's communities that are embedded around the ring. You have to understand that. Whole communities that are dedicated to that track, to loud engine noises, to racing. You couldn't live there and not be okay with that because it's, it's, <laughs> it's just true. an ever-present reality it's of true. the town. You just see race cars. You see every kind of anything you could possibly imagine. Yeah, yeah. So I have a huge photo dump to do over the next few weeks of yep. cars we saw. We saw the uh, Wideras on... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, the Pagani's uh, at Spa and the Apollo IE. Crazy. That was nuts. And then you're, you're driving past things. You, you've seen it a million times. You know exactly what it is. There, there's one. Yeah, so for sure. You, you for just sure. never know. But, uh, yeah, meeting lots of great people. Uh, taking time to relax, even though yesterday, our last day here, we were fully in filming mode and getting yeah, us yeah. The, the remaining parts of this GT piece done which was great, and then we ended up hanging with uh, very late at RSR doing some promo filming, so you'll see that released mm-hmm. at the exact same time the GT yep. piece is released. There'll be a little bit of cross-promotion there, which is nice. Yeah, very cool. Great to hang with those guys. They're so accommodating. And we got to see a uh, funny in-car video that they have from various clients they've had over the years. We'll probably try to have the RSR guys on to kind of tell their own story here in the near future. 
but it was cool to see because they have uh, in-car cameras running front and rear all the time. So there's no, I got hit by that guy <laughs> and they can't prove it yeah. or show that, no, you hit him. So all that the, stuff The camera exists. reveals all, so, doesn't it? <laughs> so, so Jono, who kind of runs the place there, he actually has on his phone like some of his favorite slash least favorite in-car moments. Mm. So he pulled up his phone at one point and we all just stood there and laughed because crazy stuff happens at the ring. And some of these cars <laughs> yeah. get written off for the most bizarre reality. Something completely strange happened. There was one golf that the way that it hit a curb meant that it rolled. And so halfway through the camera shot, the entire windshield just spider webs. Mm. And you just think, yeah. how did you, you almost have trouble understanding what the chain of events were. So it was fun to see the craziness that happens there. We can't wait to go again. We've got to hop a flight, but we wanted to share something with you guys because we are back in studio later this week. Season 11 just started. Thank you to those of you that have already watched episode 1. That was our Trucklets episode, which was the, the Maverick and Cruise that actually has played on YouTube. But it's just kicking off season 11 on Motor Trend TV. The next 13 weeks we're on Motor Trend TV every Saturday morning. Most of that content is brand new. You will not have seen it prior. We also have our big East Coast trip piece coming both places. One cut is coming to TV and another cut is coming straight to YouTube soon. There's so much YouTube stuff coming, guys. That, we've been a little quiet the last six weeks with finishing up TV and setting up for this trip, but it's about to just be just a fire hose of stuff from us on YouTube. Thank you guys for all of your support. We invite all of you uh, in the future. Like Todd yeah. said, we look forward to going back in multiple years and really consider the RSR people our friends there. And, for and sure. we've got connections and it's just fun to, to get away again. And it feels, feels normal again, you it know, very to cool. do some traveling. So we're always looking forward to next time. And cheers, everyone. <laughs>